Ryan Fleming can help you chart out a course for your retirement with his intimate knowledge of financial planning and the airline industry. It's time for the Pilot's Advisor. Retirement expenses. We're going to talk about that on today's show, but in particular, we're going to talk about the ones that you might have forgotten to plan for. That's all coming up on the Pilot's Advisor today. Walter Storholt here alongside Ryan Fleming. He is a pilot himself and the Pilot's Advisor, helping pilots retire worldwide for many, many years at this point. You can find Ryan online at retirepilots.com. He's also the author of the Pilot's Advisor, Why Pilots Today Need Specific Financial Advice. And that's what we do here on the show. We talk about maybe some of the financial planning stuff that you can get in general out there in the landscape of education and financial education. But Ryan, you put the, um, I was trying to think of a cool, like maybe uh, flight term to this, a flight pun, if you would, but you put the right spin on things into the into the pilot, pilot world, the financial world. In the pilot world, you bring them together. Help me out. What's a good good pilot way to bring that together with a fun pun or something? Gosh, I don't know. You put me on the spot here. I guess yeah. uh, we forgot to plan for those alternates in retirement. Okay, is that due to weather or or the uh, alternates? Okay, yeah. I like that. Well, here, here's your homework. Then think, think of, but by the end of the show, think of a funny pun or something we can use at the end to to, to end the show today to bring it all together. How about oh, that? I'll, I'll work on that. All right, sounds good. While you're also answering all the questions I've got prepped. Yeah, up yeah, and I don't even know what these questions are. That's the best part. <laughs> bring it, bring it. All right, so here's what we're doing. We're talking about people who might feel pretty confident that they have covered all of their expenses in retirement. And that's a pretty common thing. A lot of people think they're in pretty good shape when they come in to meet with Ryan and talk about retirement and their finances. They've done some good planning, perhaps. But it turns out that many retirees overlook some crucial expenses that can leave you a bit vulnerable. It's like maybe skipping a few items on the checklist or some items that should have been on the checklist but didn't get included. So we're going to explore some of those expenses that people tend to forget, talk a little bit about why these are so important to make sure we include when we talk about your financial plan. So let's dive into it. First category would be medical expenses. Where are people often kind of missing the boat when it comes to planning for medical expenses? Well, I think this is a tough one and we it's it's out there and we're talking about it a lot right now and that's long-term care. It's becoming so so expensive and most people can't afford even afford long-term care insurance. So they're actually deciding to self uh self-fund this or hoping that a family member will uh um take care of them and I I'm dealing with this right now with my in-laws. We finally had to move my mother-in-law to a a uh, facility and 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 I'm watching how my father-in-law is pretty stressed about it and they have long-term care insurance but of course you're not going to get any help from the state until you exhaust all of your assets that you've saved for retirement so this is a tough one and I think the estimate right now is that the average person retiring is going to spend between 200 to 250 thousand dollars on medical expenses alone during retirement, which I don't think that that's something that most people are planning for. And, th- and that number's growing. I mean, we're talking about inflation right now, but that number's going up significantly uh, every single year. I don't, we don't really talk about dental expenses very often, but mm. you know, there's still dental expenses in retirement as well. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, you know, the longer we live, the more ailments we have to like fix, right? And uh, <laughs> dental issues are one of those. Yeah, and I don't know why I just thought about this, but do you know who Rex Ryan is? Yeah, yeah, the football coach, right? Yeah, the old football coach, and he's on like NFL primetime yeah. now. And uh, he has the whitest, like hugest, whitest teeth. And they're not his. It's obvious that he had a, right. you know, 
veneers, implants, veneers. Yeah. Anyway, it's yeah. it's just so funny because he almost looks like a he almost looks like a superhero now with his teeth. <laughs> I, I digress. Where, where were we talking about? I love it. Uh, well, medical expenses, stuff? dental. Yeah, you weren't okay. too far off track there. So yeah. yeah okay. No worries. Um, what 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 would you say? Do, do pilots usually have pretty good teeth? Would you say that's a thing? Or is that uh, uh, just a, a random? Honestly, the I don't population? see I don't see too many really really bad teeth in the pilot world, and I don't I don't know why that is. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of pilots from the UK. I guess. I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to make a navy joke or something like that. No, I, I thought about it. Trust me, I yeah. thought about you know eating rocks and being in the army and stuff like that. But there's not <laughs> a lot of army aviation out there, so. Uh, that's good stuff. All right, category number two: retirement expenses, which you often forget. Unexpected travel. Now, people plan for travel in retirement typically, right? Like, that's what a lot of people want to do. But sometimes people underestimate how much unexpected travel there's going to be. Have you seen examples of that? A little bit. The funny part is, I think a lot of pilots plan to travel in retirement. And unfortunately, let's say they they work right up to 65. And we talk about the go-go years in retirement where you might only have you know, five to eight years of go-go years where you can go travel and do things before your body just won't allow you to do that. And I think the bigger thing that I actually see is just where we've planned for all these things that we're going to do in retirement and the retirement comes around and we're unable to do those things that we thought we could have put off until retirement. And I I feel like that's Mm -hmm. what I see a little bit more than, than the unexpected. Yeah, I guess this is kind of a thing too. like think about your lifestyle and where your family lives and all that kind of stuff. You covered on the previous show about how I moved to Colorado. Well, now my and and this goes both ways. My parents are moving to Maine in retirement. So, you know, we're going to have some travel between us over the years as we live in these different places. And it's it's kind of like a new line item they've had to add to their budget. And even though I'm not at retirement, same kind of deal. Like that's some maybe some travel we weren't thinking about back when they were within two hours of driving distance. And uh, we'll have to kind of ponder that a little bit. That's definitely a good point because when I'm talking to a pilot that's going into retirement, it's amazing how many of them have lived in a domicile for their particular airline, but they're moving at retirement to chase down grandbabies. Mm. And so in many, many cases, you talk about unexpected travel, it'd be traveling all the time to see the grandbabies or actually selling the house that you've lived in all these years and actually moving closer to the grandkids. And I actually see that all the time. Yeah. Are you moving to then maybe a state that uh, or a location that has a higher cost of living? You know, that would be then kind of an unexpected travel expense, perhaps. That Absolutely. And in a, in a negative way where most people are re- retiring and moving to one of the states that, that are have positive pension uh, tax consequences. But maybe, yeah, you're, you're moving to a state that, that you've, you've lived in a tax-free state this whole time, and now you're going to chase down grandkids and you're going to start having to pay taxes on all of your income. Changes the dynamics quite a bit. So yeah, think oh, yeah. about travel, both planned and unplanned, and how that can affect your finances. That's, that's huge. Hey, if you're ready to have clarity and thrive in your retirement, you're in the right place. And I've got another resource for you to check out. Go to retirepilots.com and look right there on the homepage. You'll be able to click Get My Free Toolkit. What this is going to do is help you get for free Ryan's Retirement Toolkit. This is going to include his two books, The Pilot's Advisor and Pilot's Retire Early, revealing the nine critical decisions when retiring and the seven lessons to save your retirement. Not only does it include the books, but lots of other goodies packed into this free toolkit that'll be sent to you ASAP. It's a great starting place for any pilot to begin their retirement journey. Go to retirepilots.com.
Uh, what about parental or child assistance? Do you see a lot of kids still sticking on the payroll a little bit too long? Oh, or obviously yeah. the parents you know, might need taken care of. Yeah, Failure to Launch should be like a movie that's just associated to Pilot's Kids. Okay. Get, uh, who was it? Um, the Matthew McConaughey. Get him to do that movie yeah. again, but just have it be Pilot's Only. Well, and I think it's a, it's a really tough thing, and it's two-sided. I think it is very, very difficult for kids nowadays to enter the corporate world or enter the world after college and get a, get a good job. And because it's so difficult or or they have a big loan so that's like a whole nother mortgage payment where you find that a lot of parents are trying to help them out but in in, in turn on helping them out they're actually enabling them to never really move on and and i unfortunately see it a lot so with doing that it creates a situation where i've watched many people are blowing up their own retirement trying to help their kids and whether that is you know paying for all of college when they're unable to or or trying to just take on the burden of their kids and their kids are living in the basement, not even with a job. So I, I do get to see this. And, it, and it's sad because I think it's a, a generational thing right now that we're dealing with. Yeah, it's a great point. And then you see it on the flip side too, right? With with parents, you know, when you retire it, or when you're planning for retirement, maybe in your 50s and your 60s, if you've still got really active parents, it just, it may not be something you really talk all that about, about how it's going to impact you as they age. And, and maybe you don't have the open lines of communication to know what kind of needs they're going to have. And they're, they have all of their unknowns, but that often can then kind of I don't want to say backfire, but it can just sort of that burden can easily fall down to the next person in line or, you know, to the to the kids to then take care of parents as they get older in any way, shape or form can affect the plan. Right. Well, absolutely. And, you know, we we talk about taxes. We talk about inflation. I think a lot. Those are the two big ones. You know, a lot of people don't think about that, but those are the two big ones we talk about all the time. But those things that you're bringing up right now, all these unexpected, uh, what I like to call, oh, I guess life's happening um, things, it's it's hard to plan for. And, and it just goes to show that you ha- you need a lot more padding in your mm. in your uh, budgeting for retirement than you'd think. Let's hit this next one quickly. We'll skip over to uh, maintenance and repair in terms of overlooked expenses. Then we'll get to the two biggies that you mentioned. But maintenance and repairs, you know, HVAC, HVAC oh, I goes can throw out. Some out there. The ones that we're constantly talking about. Yeah. Uh, new roof, yeah. new car, new HVAC, new, uh, I don't know, uh, water heater. Sure. Um, All those $3,000 items, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. And it, and it happens more. All of those items wait to, to blow up until you retire. Right. Or they, and they all happen in the same year at the same time, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but those can be hard to account for, right? Like you're not, you're not actually going through someone's plan of being like, okay, in 2032, we're going to replace the roof. And so we'll use this money here. In 2020, 2052, we're going to get a, that last car. And then this year, we're going to do this. I mean, do you get that minutia into it or do you keep it a little bit broader? No, I've, I feel like we talk about the car normally. Like, okay, we'll probably need one or two new vehicles throughout that period of time but but talking about the new roof for the HVAC system uh, not so much and what's crazy is the amount of people that are moving to Florida we'll say or warm weather states and look at what's happening right now all these unintended consequences of Florida is no longer insuring homes unless you have a roof that's like five years or less and when you consider that the average roof I mean you know people have roofs that last over 20 years. Wow. And now all of a sudden you can't get insurance. So uh, my my mother's house alone, her insurance is trying to go from twenty five hundred dollars to eight thousand dollars in one year. 
Oof. because of these hurricanes. That's crazy. And so then, oh, it's crazy. And then you start having to ask yourself, well, hell, I don't have a new roof, but I could probably pay for it and you know cover the cost of it in four years with how much my insurance is going up. No kidding. That's incredible. No, it's horrible. Good examples there. Things that we often overlook or forget to plan for, they can sneak up on us. This is why you need a lot of buffer in that financial plan. All right, you mentioned the two biggies, so let's hit those. We'll start with taxes and uh, tax hikes in the future. Those can sneak up on people if, if we're not planning for it today and right now. Well, absolutely. And I, I think that, you know, I ask almost every person I talk to, do you think taxes are going to go up in the future? And the answer almost everyone says is yes, absolutely. And so we th- we're really good at saving for retirement. Right, let me back up. Not all of us are good at saving for retirement, but most of us know that we have to save for retirement. And what I find to be a big, big problem is, you know, we know to save, but we ne- nobody really plans for the distribution phase of retirement. And what I mean by that is getting taxed when you take the income out, how much is Uncle Sam going to take? And the distribution phase of retirement is so much more complicated uh, than, than the, the first stage of, you know, what we call the accumulation phase. And so taxes are a big, big deal. And getting as much of our money into a tax never bucket, the Roth bucket, is a huge thing and probably more important now than ever. Because I don't see how taxes, you know, the taxes where they are right now, as much as we don't like them, are still historically low. It's a great point, and we could talk all day about taxes, obviously, but we'll save that for the one-on-one conversations that you have with people. Just be aware that people often overlook how much their taxes are going to cost in retirement. It's it's no longer safe to assume that you are just going to have lower taxes. Got to do the run the numbers, do the digging to figure it out these days. And last but not least, it's been the buzzword of the last year or so: inflation. And uh, we don't notice it on a year-to-year basis until we have a year like we did last year, Brian. <laughs> We've been spoiled. I mean, yeah. no, no different than uh, the rates we were able to lend and buy houses with for the past 10 years. The inflation rate has been below 3% for well over 20 plus years. And I think in the US, we we get to take things for granted. And suddenly with what's happened with inflation over the last year or two, we're getting to see how much it can drastically change uh, your retirement picture. It's one thing to deal with it now while you're still working. And you can handle it. You can handle that extra fuel cost, that extra cost for bread or eggs or whatever it might be because you still have a job. Imagine being on a fixed budget and having to deal with some of these issues. And one of the biggest things with retirement planning right now that's a big question, and you know, this is what a lot of my certifications are with, is retirement income planning. And are we still able to use 3% as a safe inflation number over the long term? Or do we need to drastically change that now? Obviously, you know, inflation's gone up over eight or nine percent. It's slowly working itself back down. But how sticky is that? Are we going to slowly work our way back to a long-term three percent rate, or is it going to be more like five percent? Um, and and that's a massive difference in retirement planning. Well, there you have it. <laughs> moving parts all over the place, Ryan, that are often unaccounted for in people's retirement plans. And if you're putting together a plan that doesn't really account for inflation, you're off to a pretty bad start, as well as any of these things that we've talked about. 
You don't want things sneaking up on you in retirement from a financial standpoint. Or the things that do sneak up on you, you want to have already thought about their possibility and include those in your plan and in your line of thinking as you create it. And uh, it can take a lot of work, but not if you work with a professional who's used to putting together these plans, is on the lookout for all these moving parts, and make sure that you're well covered in your retirement future. So if you're looking to work with somebody like that, you can always reach out to Ryan. Of course, he specializes in working with pilots all across the country and the world to retire successfully. And so if you need that specific financial advice and guidance, Ryan is there for you as the pilot's advisor. You can call or text him at 843-475-3038. That's 843-475-3038. And you can also find Ryan online at retirepilots.com. That's retirepilots.com. Don't forget that's where you can pick up your retirement toolkit and get lots of great information specifically for pilots about retirement planning. Uh, Ryan, thanks for all the help on the show today. Enjoyed it, and uh, we'll do it again soon. Thanks, Walter. Everyone fly safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.